From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, April 7th. Grand County is getting closer to finalizing a number of measures aimed at reducing noise impacts from ATVs and UTVs in the Valley. At their meeting last night, the commission considered a new noise ordinance and new requirements for ATV outfitters. Those include limiting a business's rental fleets to 12 street-legal ATVs in the county and setting strict sound limitations on those fleets. Other proposed changes include a provision that all ATVs sold in Grand County have to be electric models. There's also new maximum sound pressure levels. Under those proposed changes, ATVs manufactured before 2021 can be at 92 decibels. Those made in 2022 and 3, 90 decibels. And those 2024 and into the future, 88 decibels. You might imagine that these proposals garnered some public comment. And you'd be right. I think the sooner that we make rental machines quiet, the better. Um, the UTVs driving through town, through the neighborhoods, out onto public lands, all day, every day. It's one of the biggest issues that the town is facing at the moment. Uh, there's obvious overreach of the commission around outfitter and rental business. This is both despicable and frankly un-American. I'm a white male and it's the first time in my life I felt like um, I'm, I'm a minority. A lot of us on the UTV Utah group are responsible. You know, we obviously want to work together. I got to say, I I hate them. I hate the UTVs. Anytime there's been any kind of regulation in American history, whether it's like ending slavery or banning child labor or not allowing companies to dump toxins into rivers, people have said, oh, you're you're fighting capitalism and you're ruining my business. And dude, it's it's total nonsense. Thank you. Next person. One voice appeared to stand out to commissioners last night. Cliff Kuntz, the chair of Grand County's Motorized Trails Committee and executive director of Ride with Respect. He says both organizations support a standard of 92 decibels for ATVs. In fact, he said, Someday I I would like ATVs to reach 88 decibels. However, Kuntz expressed major doubts that manufacturers could get there on the county's timeline. I, I doubt the manufacturers are aftermarket could do it uh, within three years. If Kuntz is right, Grand County Attorney Christina Sloan said ATV businesses might have to trailer their fleets to comply with the county's noise requirements. The point is, if you want to reduce the DBA to the lowest amount possible and below our general noise ordinance, our ATV businesses must trailer their machines. And that, Sloan said, would be a substantial change. But she feels confident that it's all perfectly legal. Currently, the state prohibits the county and city from outright banning ATVs from driving on local roads. Here's Sloan. Working with our noise expert and working with our motorized trail committee and working with a couple of our ATV businesses, doing tons of research, months and months of research, um, I feel really confident that this is, is legal regulation. It's defensible in court. Um, and it doesn't violate state statute. Commissioners said they wanted more time to discuss this issue and others before voting on these proposed changes. They set a special workshop for Tuesday, April 13th to do so. The county is trying to make changes before their moratorium on ATV-related rental businesses runs out on April 18th. So this is worth looking at. Um, I'm just going to show you like the numbers for today, so okay. it's not like... That's the voice of Jason Turner in the Sand Flats Recreation booth at the end of February. 
That's when, at the request of the county, employees like Turner started tracking data when it comes to the type of recreational use at Sand Flats. Um, so this is the statistics that the county is asking for, and this is all just UTVs, um, not motorcycles, not jeeps or anything. Sandflats employees are tracking the type of UTVs that check in at the booth, private or business. The county has faced criticism for, quote, targeting ATV-related rental businesses with their new proposed requirements. But according to Commissioner Kevin Walker, the preliminary data is showing that roughly half of the UTVs going into Sandflats are either rentals or on a commercial tour. So that means that if you live on Mill Creek Drive, about half the UTVs passing by your house are rental UTVs. And that, that will not come as a surprise to anyone who lives along Mill Creek Drive, um, because you can just tell as they pass by that quite a few of them are. Walker was speaking during KZMU's This Week in Moab in late March. He says the data shows... The rental UTVs are a significant chunk of the problem, and it is definitely worth our while to try to regulate them. Said local resident Emily Stock at last night's public hearing... If my business had such a controversy and negative impact on the health and well-being of the community, I would definitely expect some conditions and limitations from local government. You can read the proposed changes related to curbing ATV noise in the community on the county's website. Find links in the show notes of today's news on our website or podcast. It can sometimes feel like Moab is the only community facing noise impacts from ATVs. But another town in our region is also feeling the pressure, Marble, Colorado. The tiny mountain town is located off a scenic byway and can count its residents in the hundreds. While the town might be small, ATV-related tourism is picking up. Kathleen Shannon with our partners at KDNK has this report. Marble's Lead King Loop is a 13-mile U.S. Forest Service road used by hikers, hunters, fishermen, and in the last few years, a lot of off-highway vehicles, or OHVs, better known as ATVs. More trail use also means more dust, noise, and traffic going through the town, and its residents are looking for a solution. This is a little tiny town, but this particular area here has been discovered, and people want to go to it. That's Marble Town Administrator Ron Leach. The town created the Lead King Loop Working Group in 2018 to study this issue. That group includes members of the community as well as members of every level of government. The town of Marble, Gunnison County, Colorado Parks and Wildlife, and the U.S. Forest Service. The group issued a report in January that lists several of the problems heavy ATV use has created, including increased pressure on natural resources, machinery noise and emissions, the potential for collision and injury, and decreased wildlife presence. Trying to figure out ways to slow down or mitigate or control or regulate increased usage by OHVs, is, it's, it's tough. It's difficult. As Marble's tourist season approaches, there's a sense of urgency among residents to come up with answers. You know, the frustrations build every year because there is no and has been no concrete plan or, or concrete steps that have been taken to restrict access to that area. And, and that's really what almost everybody wants is somehow to restrict access to the area because it's just overused. The Lead King Loop Working Group made some recommendations to the town, including increased enforcement. Leach says that could be from Gunnison County or the U.S. Forest Service. 
Educating ATV users is also suggested and shifting to messaging that has the intended audience in mind. For KDNK News, I'm Kathleen Shannon. That report comes from our partners at KDNK in Carbondale, Colorado. And that's the news for Wednesday, April 7th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.